Hello everybody, welcome to Wombat Radio. <laughs> Today we're chilling out the back of Pika and uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, my name's Jacinta Larkham and I am a performer and visual artist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you busy with thinking um, about and doing? At the moment I'm working on a show for Fringe um, called Ecosexual Bathhouse which I would call like a roaming interactive exhibition, I suppose. Um, and then in my spare time doing paintings and paper mache. And how do you uh, take care of yourself and get into the role and such? Um, I'm actually not very good at looking after myself, to be honest. I'm very... Um, passionate I suppose so I tend to get carried away very easily uh-huh. and just want to do the best be the best do the best or but I do take time I suppose to think about things and reflect quite a lot mm. on stuff I suppose like um on what needs to be done yeah 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 I suppose so um yeah what needs to be done and also how to do it in the most efficient and cool way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if it's not cool... Yeah, it has to be stylish. Yeah. It's got to be. Um, so what's the process of that, like, coming up with? Um, well, I suppose I have a lot of ideas. Uh-huh. I always have a lot of ideas. Um, I'm a very creative person mm-hmm. through and through. There's nothing logical about me at all. Um, so I guess I'm influenced by cartoons a lot. Mm-hmm. So more so with my visual art, I suppose. Um, so I just take kind of inspo stuff from everywhere from cartoons, mm-hmm. like Powerpuff Girls and, you know, I enjoy stuff that is like childish but with adult content, which is kind of what that, the style of performance and art that I want to make. Yeah. How, can you tell me more about what that is? Like what are the characteristics of things that are childlike with adult content? Um, I suppose... Or the ones that excite you and the potential that it has? I guess I enjoy things that are very colourful so that's a big kind of part of it so it has to be very colourful and bright and I suppose fast paced as well Mm. um, with a lot of energy Um, and I guess thing like a lot of animals that have human qualities I suppose Mm. as well yeah and then just creating a lot of I guess situations like adult situations of like uh, going out or love and sex and all those kinds of things so it's like um, things that would be otherwise uh, innocent or simple or something yeah become complex and get given agency and they become personified yeah Ooh. Yeah, that's what I want to do. So I'm hoping to do an exhibition this year um, of um, 
my paintings as well as maybe some video work because I'm very interested in the cam girl culture, I suppose, mm. um, which I think is only really happened in the last kind of decade or so because of technology mm-hmm. and because there is this narcissistic, I suppose, need. Like internet sexual kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What is, can you talk to me about cam girl culture? I don't really, like I have read some articles about chatterbait and things like that, but I haven't really, I'm not in the scene. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'm just very interested in it because I suppose, I feel like it's of exhibitionist behavior, Mm. but you're separating yourself from actually being interactive with a person. So there is this block between you and the person but yet there's still this weird I don't know sexual connection and service I suppose yeah yeah yeah. and there's almost like the the way that an artist will have an experience and then synthesize that experience for a viewer or a listener of something there's also that kind of thing going on with um how somebody on two different sides of a webcam Mm will be limited to only one sense or two senses yep. and so all the other like the sense of touch they have to kind of invent almost yeah 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 and so there's a synthesis going on of experience yeah imagination yeah but okay, with that's the, an easy way to say yeah it. <laughs> yeah but with the i suppose visual aspect of it being shown so you don't really have to think yeah, of the yeah, image yeah yeah because it's there yeah so, yeah, that's kind of what I want to do. And then also create my own work. I feel like I've been in a lot of other people's work mm. and I enjoy that because mm. it's a learning experience and I feel like I gain a lot of information and knowledge about myself and how I work with others, but then also about other different kinds of artistic process. But I think... I'm starting to become more confident to want to explore my own kinds of performative work. Mm. Like I had ideas for creating this like um, sad paper mache dance party where I guess you could come away from this like post-apocalyptic consumerist, like materialist world that we live in to come and put on like a new form, like paper mache form of some kind of creature or monster mm-hmm. where you go and dance to sad disco music and you know not be I guess be al- alone because you're covered in something that's not actually your true self mm-hmm. but then be sharing the experience with everybody mm-hmm. in that same way mm-hmm. so that's that's something that I want to do I just imagine disco balls and like streamers and stuff. Yeah, and like creatures yeah. dancing with each other. Yeah. Yeah, right. I see what you mean by like the adult child. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny because I'm very scared of puppets, actually, in general. But I want the kind of costumes that I want to make are very much that. Yeah, but somehow 
costumes are different to puppets. Yeah, yeah. Because they become you in the way the clothing becomes you yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like uh, leveraging a potential body dysmorphia. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the sake of imagination and experience. Yeah. I guess with my art, because I feel like it's very individual, it's very much its own kind of world. So whatever work that I make, or even exhibitions, I'd want to transform the entire space to be that world. So you're stepping into a new, I guess, planet. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Creating a universe so that you can be someone else yeah so that then you can experience something else yeah I think that's why I've also in like over the last couple of years have regurgitated new I guess alter egos for myself mm-hmm. with certain names so every time I go through a new stage of, of um, individuality or whether that's appearance or personality that there's an I guess a pseudonym that comes along with it, mm-hmm. you know. It's like a life practice that informs the art practice. Yeah, definitely. Does that give you a freedom? I think so. I mean, sometimes it's hard because I f- think that it s- stops me from connecting with everybody. If I'm in a certain headspace of a particular... I guess personality type or appearance Um, yeah it stops me connecting with everybody but then on other occasions I actually don't really care about that Um, and maybe we talk a little bit about when you paint for example Mm -hmm. how do you how how do I paint Um, I I don't know. I can only paint when I really have a solid idea. Because if I paint and try and improvise something or don't feel very sure about it, I always get frustrated and it always like messes up and I and then I just have to walk away from it. So I get really angry. <laughs> um, I guess I'll see something or I'm influenced by my dreams a lot as well when it comes to painting or like certain situations that I've gone through on a small scale, I suppose, to take reference from. And then just colours. Uh, it's important for me that to coordinate colours very well. I like complementary colours. I like all colours, really, in general. So that plays a big part in it. Plus, I have to have music. And I have to paint. When I get the urge, I have to do it straight away. I can't just, like, sit and think about it. I just have to, like, do it. So I end up always painting in my nicest clothes, getting paint everywhere. Because I can't stop that process. I have to just go with it. Yeah. Paint from photos as well, sometimes. I've painted photos of me and my brother before, and that's pretty funny makes it I guess a little bit more personal and then taking something that's you know real 
into this weird cartoon life. Yeah, but then you also know that it's it's real and it has yeah. complexity. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think it's some the style of art that I do is very popular um, at the moment. That kind of cartoon, um, like simplistic style of art, because it's easy to understand. I think. But is it easy to do? Do you find it easy to do? Not always. Not always. Definitely not always. When you're not painting from a, a pre-existing picture, how do you know what to paint? <laughs> um, I just have characters in my head, I suppose, mm-hmm. that come from the universe that I want to create. So it's lots of like cats with really sharp teeth or like, you know, bald babies and, <laughs> you know, all kinds of strange, strange sort of things. Um, how do I know? How do I know what to paint? I guess I like to paint stuff that already exists but turn it into something else. Mm. So like a strawberry for instance, I'll give it some eyes and a nose and some feet. And then a heartbreak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of the paintings, my favourite paintings that I did recently was two strawberries kind of just like standing together and one of them looks happy and the other one doesn't look so happy. And it's called Sweet Friends and Sour Lovers. <laughs> Great. So, yeah. Using simplistic, you know, imagery to convey more in-depth concepts, I suppose. Mm. And have you noticed a pattern? Yeah. With what those concepts are? Yes, definitely. Do you want to tell me about it? Um... Um, I think it's mostly based on relationships with people um, or how I feel about myself. It's mostly those two things. I did a painting the other day of like a foot squishing this other person's face because I had I was feeling like people were just like walking all over me you know so I just thought of the simplest way to do that of just somebody physically like actually literally walking on somebody's face Mm. and it didn't actually paint me but it's the idea of it there so is it more like you're trying to have some kind of affect on the world with the thing that you make or or you make as a way to understand and work through and think about what's going on and then it's just shared because it's nice to invite people into what's going on for you yeah i enjoy 
I enjoy empathy. So <laughs> I guess I want to be understood. And I think by doing simplistic um, paintings as an expression of, of something that's going on in my life or, or something that I feel very passionate about or whether it's a social comment or a personal comment or statement, I don't know. Yeah, it's about sharing, I suppose, mm. and working through, yeah, working through it for myself and then hoping that, hoping and knowing that other people feel that way as well whatever it is. Why do you think it's in um, dance or performance or painting or pictures or images rather than in just like having a coffee and a chat with your best friend? Yeah. <laughs> um, people just enjoy looking at stuff you know and it doesn't have to be intellectual like it should be accessible for for everyone even though people understand words and understand what words mean I think sometimes visual content can be easier to understand. Mm. Yeah, or somehow more direct. Yeah. Or less prescriptive. Yeah. Or, yeah. I guess also because it gives you the freedom to make up your own, um, my, you know, opinion about what what is being shown to you mm. as well, which is nice. You know, everybody deserves their own opinion so <laughs> um, and I usually like to wrap up with what is your biggest hope my biggest hope wow that's a big question that is a big question um, my biggest hope is to always be doing new things, I think. And finding joy in everything. <laughs> and so I guess that's the same for your biggest hope for your art and your efforts in art. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Raj Center. Well, you're about to do a show. I am. So, unless you've got any like epiphanies or truth bombs or wisdom. I mean, I usually have wisdom, but not right now. <laughs> or something you would like yourself to remember when you listen to this in 20 years' time. Um. 10 years' time. I think that I need to learn how to sit still better. <laughs> And that takes a lot of practice, but I think I will get there eventually. Yeah. 
take time to sit still. <laughs> take time to be still. I think is one for me. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>